TikTok banned, Harley Quinn's season three, She-Hulk cast, and a whole bunch of PS5 news. This is DBN News for 9-18-2020. First is from IGN and written by Jordan Oliman. TikTok downloads set to be banned in the U.S. from Sunday. The Department of Commerce has ordered that downloads for mobile apps, TikTok, and WeChat be banned in the U.S. from Sunday. American users will not be able to download the apps after September 20th. Those with the apps already downloaded will still be able to use them, but they won't be able to access any future updates for TikTok or WeChat, which may damage their functionality. The apps will be fully banned and made illegal on November 12th if President Trump's security concerns with TikTok and WeChat are not resolved by the date. Oracle was recently negotiating to become TikTok's trusted tech partner in the U.S. If that deal goes ahead, the ban can be reversed. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it, it's pretty cut and dry. Trump has been wanting to get TikTok out of here for what? Like the last six months. Uh, they had a bunch of buyers, including, I believe, Microsoft. That, that fell through. They went with uh, Oracle. Hopefully this goes through so it can stay in the American app stores. But if not, you know, it kind of is what it is. And it's kind of silly that it's a national security issue when we have multiple apps based out of the U.S. that are data mining and stuff like that, too. But it is what it is. Hopefully it doesn't get taken down. We'll see what happens. Second is from IGN and written by Jesse Sheedon. Harley Quinn season three coming to HBO Max. DC's raunchy adults only Harley Quinn animated series will return for a third season. However, you'll only be able to watch it on HBO Max. This renewal comes as DC has finally confirmed what many fans have been suspecting for a while. The DC Universe streaming platform as we know it is going away. The service isn't being shuttered entirely, but will instead be rebranded as DC Universe Infinite. The new service will emphasize DC's library of 24,000 digital comics, while HBO Max will become the sole home for Harley Quinn and the other former DCU exclusive shows like Young Justice, Titans, and Doom Patrol. No other details are available about Harley Quinn Season 3 yet, though it's probably safe to assume Kaylee Kuko will return to voice the title character and executive produce the series. Other executive producers in Season 1 and 2 included Justin Halpin, Patrick Schumacher, Dean Laurie, and Sam Register. This show is so great. The Harley Quinn show is so underrated, and as more and more people find it and find just how hilarious it is, I have no doubts that we'll keep continuing to get more seasons. Uh, it's a solid show, solid cast, solid writing. One of the funniest shows out there right now, and I can't wait to be able to watch this on another platform, and it's not going to be just swept under the rug and off into the ether. Third is from IGN and written by Jim Vijvada. Tatiana Masley cast as She-Hulk for Disney Plus series. Orphan Black star Tatiana Mas Maslany has reportedly landed the title role in Marvel's She-Hulk, the upcoming Disney Plus streaming service. According to Variety, the Emmy-winning Maslany has been cast as Jennifer Walters, the attorney who, in the Marvel comics, transforms into She-Hulk. It should be noted that this was not an official announcement from either Marvel or Disney Plus, who both declined to comment for the trades. While she possesses superhuman strength and speed, Jennifer's green behemoth also retains control over her intelligence and emotions, unlike her cousin, Bruce Banner. In addition to Orphan Black, Masley's credits include HBO's Perry Mason, Dest uh, Destroyer, Woman in Gold, and World Without End. The character of Jennifer Walters is expected to also eventually appear in the big screen MCU. She-Hulk's creative team includes director, exec producer Kat Corey, or Coro, Corio, and writer showrunner Jessica Gao. Th th Tatiana Maslany can act her butt off. And I'm sure she can do action scenes. I'm sure she had to do it with Orphan Black. So I think this is a really good casting. I, I always saw She-Hulk as a bit taller. 
but I still think it's a solid casting. Fourth is from IGN, written by Wesley LeBlanc. No Man's Sky gets major updates set for next week. No Man's Sky's next major update is called Origins, and it's coming next week. Hello Games' No Man's Sky has come a long way since its original release, thanks to its many large updates and all of the patches in between. Its next major update will launch next week, and the studio sh- and the studio's head, Sean Murray, said Origins will be the beginning of something new. Four years ago, we announced Foundation, our first major update for No Man's Sky, Murray said in a blog post released today. It won't be our largest update, but it is the start of something. Those words were true at the time, and they ring true for Origins. We called it Origins because it, it is the beginning of something new, as No Man's Sky continues to grow and evolve. The blog post goes on to mention the game's last major update, Beyond, which brought VR to the game and expanded upon its online capabilities, as well as the more regular updates the game received over the past year. We know there is a huge appetite in the community for No Man's Sky content, and the team has worked our socks off this year to deliver in difficult circumstances. The blog post reads, We have been quiet, but we are always listening and focusing on improving the game that our team loves and feels so passionately about. Like the rest of No Man's Sky's updates, Origins is expected to be free for all players. Man, talk about a Cinderella story. Like, they just keep pumping out update after update of just solid grade A content. Um, one of our co-hosts, George, got really into this and actually played this game in a way I didn't even know you could play it. So, I'm actually looking forward to re-downloading this on my PlayStation and giving it another try. Fifth is from IGN and written by Matthew Adler. PS5 won't be backwards compatible with PS3, PS2, and PS1 games. PlayStation 5 will be compatible with 99% of PS4 games, according to Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO and President Jim Ryan, although that may be as far as backwards compatibility goes. In a recent interview with Famitsu, which was translated by Silicon Era, Ryan explained that PS5 will not be compatible with PS3, PS2, and PS1 titles. When asked about the possible inclusion of older older generation titles, Ryan replied, We keep in mind the engineering specialized for the PS5 as we produced the device. In the midst of that, the PS4 already has 100 million players. We thought they ought to want to play PS4 titles on the PS5 as well. Indeed, so we included compatibility with the PS4. While implementing that, we also focused our efforts on taking in the high-speed SSD and the new controller DualSense at the same time. So, unfortunately, we could not achieve compatibility with those formats, Ryan added. Um, Aha! I could have sworn they said backwards compatibility for all errors was something they were focusing on. Now that it's not happening, I can't fully remember and don't want to die on that hill. But I I have no doubts that we'll get some sort of emulator. I don't know. They need to get those those all those older games on there because they're just leaving money on the table, basically. So if we can get an emulator or a way to buy those later on, I'm cool with that. Or if they go to was it PlayStation Now. Uh, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But right now, it's not looking promising. And last is from IGN and written by Matt Kim. PS5 boss low-spec consoles at a low price haven't produced pleasing results. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan explained Sony's decision to pass over on making a lower-cost, lower-spec console, citing that those kinds of hardware offerings haven't done too well in the past. In a translated interview with Japanese media outlet Impress, IGN independently verified Ryan was asked why Sony didn't announce a lower-cost PS5 designed with lower specs. First of all, let me say that we respect the judgment and philosophy of our competitors. Obviously, price is an important factor and we respect the strategy of our competitors. That said, we are completely convinced of our strategy and its implications, said Ryan. One thing I would say is that introducing a low-spec console at a low price range hasn't produced pleasing results in this industry's past. We've also considered such an approach, but I also know that other operators have tried and had problems. 
Ryan says the conclusion comes from research that says customers want to invest in a console for long term and use it for as long as seven years. Want the products to buy, we buy to be future proof, Ryan says. We are not looking to buy a product that will become obsolete in a few years. Although Sony is in introducing a lower spec model this generation, the company revealed the PS5 Digital, a cheaper system with the same specs as a standard PS5, except with a physical media without a physical media drive. The digital PS5 costs $399 compared to the $499 physical media version. <clears throat> that 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 uh, what was it? Digital version is definitely the one I'm gonna get. I've got that on my Xbox. I don't really need a disc drive. I buy all my games digitally. And with bigger hard drives coming, it'll make it so much easier and so much better to do that. And that is the news for today. If you liked what you heard, send us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. If you don't want to do that, you can also subscribe a monthly subscription to the podcast there as well. You can hit that monthly donation button. Find us on all social medias at dadsbeardsnerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link on our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.